Hello everyone, it is Jiggy. Hi guys, it's Troy. And welcome back to another episode of the Pipe Bombshell Podcast, episode 22, which featured actually a pretty, um, it was actually a pretty fair amount, you know, we gotta give it to them. Like, we're all fresh from the holidays, but they serve nonetheless. All of it pretty served. We had Legends Night. It was but- We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. And we have a couple of things to do, but a couple of announcements over here is that um um if you haven't subscribe if you haven't subscribed to our Patreon, if you wanted to, our very first Patreon exclusive episode drop button Wednesday, which is all about extreme expose, one of our favorite factions, actually, Troy and I. But another thing is thank you guys so much. We've officially hit 400 streams. 400 plus streams. We're at 410 streams. It's been how many months, Troy? Wait, August, September, October, November, December. It's been like five months, and then now we're at 400 streams. Okay, 80 streams per month. That's actually really good. And I'm really hoping that, you know what? Our podcast will have nowhere to get her, but go here, but up. Hopefully, we have more guests over and some wrestlers over here. We are, we are actually like really trying to look for. We're manifesting. We have we're manifesting. Like you know, you might have seen some embarrassment at Twitter. I deleted the tweet afterwards, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I really did. I was like, yeah, I don't want this. I don't want to be conned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it didn't work. But you know what? Um, maybe. Let's just see what happens afterwards. So, Troy, are you ready? I'm ready to talk because, bitch, trust. I have shit to say. <laughs> Let's do it then. All right. So, if Jiggy's favorite show is NXT, Raw is my least favorite because what the <laughs> hell happened this week? I have no you know idea what? what that was. Let's girl. start off with Monday Night Raw, girl. But before we get into anything, um, this was Legends Night. You know, the first Raw of 2021. And we were advertised the first. Mickey, Molly Holly, Melina, Tori Wilson, Beth Phoenix, Candice Michelle, Ivory, and Jacqueline. And those last four names, Beth, Candice, Ivory, and Jacqueline, yeah. we're just in catering. We're there. Nothing new. I, nothing no, new. We're in catering. Right. What's new? Well, I understand that Candice has like some issues yeah. travel issues um i'm not so sure about beth honestly Beth's situation has always confused me like you hear her commentary on nxt and they actually like um performed that live if i'm not mistaken so mm-hmm. i'm really surprised that she wasn't there um maybe they're saving her for the rumble again i wouldn't be mad to be honest like beth phoenix content is beth phoenix content and i won't be mad wait okay. i just i just realized how beth has literally returned Every year since 2018. Every year. Because she had like Rumble Mania and Rumble. And I'm like, ah, maybe it's time for a takeover. <gasps> and when she faces Io Shirai. Pause. Wait. Oh my god, don't, don't even. Wait. <laughs> Wait. When she Wait. gets off the table and says, <laughs> like, give, give it to me. And then Natty takes a picture and says, Beth has been my best friend. <laughs> and then she's going to be like, Beth, reuniting and Beth, seeing Beth in NXT reminds me when my uncle Brett was in WCW. <laughs> I love those <laughs> memes. Oh my God. I love those <laughs> memes. You know what? I love it's so funny. But so you know good. what? 
I'm very surprised. Where the hell was freaking Ivory and Jacqueline? You know what's a, you know what you know what I hate the most? Like they're two of the most recent women who are part of the, who have been inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yet WWE doesn't treat them like shit. I know. Like, like doesn't they don't give them shit at all. Like Jacqueline had the rumble. Sure, Ivory also had evolution, but I genuinely believe Ivory deserves her own rumble spot. Like whenever that may be. Maybe this year. Maybe this year. Actually, I have a feeling that we didn't get so much of the divas and the women at Legends Night just because um they're saving their stuff for the rumble, but I don't want to be too hopeful. You know, we never know what happens with the travel issues and all of that. We don't know. We don't know where it's we, going. We'll never know. No. But with that said, um, in order, we started with the night off with Miss Alicia Fox. Girl, she looked hot. She looked. She so was amazing. Dare I say? Dare I say? She was hotter than Garza in that segment. I'm gonna go that I mean, far. I'm going so. that far. <laughs> and can I just say? Garza's suit was literally the same color as my suit that I wore to prom. Really? <laughs> it was. I, I should like. I should. You, you should look at my look at my profile pictures on Facebook. Like scroll a couple. I have the exact right. same color. Wait, I did. I, I look at it right now. I dare you. All right. <laughs> okay, but okay. So a little a little intermission over here. If you're in Patreon, you'll be actually seeing the photo. Oh, <laughs> not yeah, that. Not the hard sell to Patreon. Sorry, guys. We're oh just really... I, like, I wasn't joking. Maybe, I think, University of the Philippines. Because, oh, like, oh University of the Philippines colors are maroon. So maroon. I'm, like, foreshadowing. I lied. I don't know. Let's see. But, <laughs> yeah. Back to the topic. <laughs> okay. Tattoos, she had like a which feather. She had a feather thing going on. Like, oh my god, Allison K, Charlotte, y'all are shaking. And so like, weird. to be honest, to be honest, no, like, blonde Alicia Fox is one of she my favorite in, Alicia Fox's looks. Blonde, like, she looked amazing in blonde, yeah, for sure. So basically, what happened there was, you know, um, Garza did tease that he was gonna give his rose to one of the female legends, which obviously Alicia mm. Fox declined. Um, to which he followed up the legend, six-time women's champion, Mickey James. Ranked she is F. not retired, y'all. She is not retired. Pause, wait. She is not retired. Some people are like, oh, she retired because she's in the legend net. I'm like, Mm-mm. nah, mama. Maybe, oh, I don't think so. Maybe they're saving her for the Rumble. I hate to say it, but looks like they're saving everyone for the Rumble. They better. We need, we need legends. But that's true, though. Talk about her look. She was given like she, hardcore. It was very Mickey James, exactly. Right. It was very with Mickey James with the whole hat and all. Like my main problem with Legends like this. What the hell? What the fuck is the relation? Sorry for the language. What the fuck is the relation of like the legend that they're hanging out with? Like why was Mickey James with the Tonka and Sergeant Slaughter? Like why? Was that Sergeant Slaughter? I thought it was IRS. I don't know, girl. <laughs> is that not Sergeant Slaughter? I, I, I really think it's Sergeant Slaughter. Who is IRS? Iron Sheik? No, 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 no. You know what, girl? I don't care. We're here for <laughs> Whatever. That's true. You know what? She took, she took the rose. She said thank you in a really soft way. She was like... They didn't even Maybe give her a line. What? Girl. I think it's foreshadowing that Garza and Mickey James tag team. Pause. I would live. You can dream. You can dream. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what happened with Garza on that part of the show. Um, we got to talk about Miss Molly Holly, which we saw first on Natty's Instagram. <laughs> For real. She wasn't even advertised no, at all. She wasn't even advertised at all. Like before the show, like, mm-hmm. or even weeks before, she was not even in the promo commercial. But she was there. She was which, not- which sort of makes me think that they have good connections with Molly, which I am girl, not Girl, you know, at this point, with the amount of times WWE has brought Molly Holly back, Molly Holly for 2021, please. Like, just do it. 2021 Hall of Fame. Wait. She got two rumbles. That's already a big thing. Only like three legends has done that. And then and then she got um, she got this evolution. Was she an evolution? I actually yeah, I generally girl. don't remember. Oh she was, she was, she was. She was. She were, she was. And then she wasn't this is like the fourth time she's back. So like Molly Holly and Hall of Fame when? And Lisa yeah. Marie, aka Victoria, better be the one inducting her. I mean, WWE has recognized Victoria, Hopefully. like, r- lately. Like, remember that, like, um, pub mat of Mickey James, that women have, Mickey James have defeated? Victoria oh, yeah. is there, so I'm like, so I'm like, okay, maybe this is a sign. This is hope this also is there. Oh, my God, serve. <laughs> Let me not And when Maurice time. comes out of retirement. Honestly, she's one of the women who I expected to be on this list. Like, who would be at Legends? That's true. But, you know, For the Miz? Yeah, but maybe they'll, they're saving her for some other time. I don't no, know. No, maybe she's just being busy being a mom. So, oh, yeah. you know, you got to take care of your children, you y'all. Yeah. Watch Ms. And Marie, Ms. and Mrs. That's a great show. I should watch it. it. It's on the network. It's on the network. But, yeah. But, actually, Molly didn't really do much. She was speaking with two legends, and then Randy came in, and then she was like, yeah, she was like, no, she not even. She literally was like, let me disappear, child. She literally left. And that was all the Molly Holly we got, you know. But aside from that, um, that was pretty much all Molly did. So moving on with the next legend we got, Melina Perez, which was yes. super late in the night. Like, like it was like no one saw this coming. Molly and Melina, like people were like shaking on my Thailand. On my time, like, where like, is Melina? Bring her out and pause. We didn't even get to see Eve. Oh my god! Well, Eve, Eve isn't there either. Um, <sighs> y'all know people are pretty much getting saved for the Rumble. We can dream, but I really hope. I really hope. But with Melina, she got this quick segment with what's their name? The Lucha, the Lucha House, House Party. Party. I swear to God. Lucha, Lucha. She has lines. She She has lines. lines. All I'm going to say is, I found out borderline. I don't know if that's me, but I'm like, did they just put her with them because she's Latina? (sighs) I I know WWE would do that. It would. Yeah. (laughs) But but she looked great. She looked She did do. She looked amazing. And it's not like we're surprised because Melina like delivers every single time we see her. Um, she may she may have not delivered in a referee outfit because that was unexpected. Because but I, I like that she, though. She looked great. Not I could have wrestled or something. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, she did have this picture with Sasha's dog Ryu. So I yes. guess that's 
I'm pretty sure Sasha versus Melina. A dream match. A dream match. For sure. Battle of double knees. But the final legend of the night is Nikki Cross. Oh my gosh. I mean, the woman she Freak was talking out. to. Girl. Hall of Famer, Tori Wilson. This is just the last part of Angel Garza's whole rose thingy. Saga. Yeah. He tried flirting, but Tori wasn't buying it. And for some reason, she said, Cardi B. Isn't that rude? Um, Ariana Grande. Yes, yes, yes. Ariana. Ariana Grande? Ariana Grande are planning a party in that room. And for some reason, Garza fell for it. And the boogeyman's there, but we we don't talk about him. And as we as we all were hoping that Tori was gonna pin him for the twenty four seven title, our truth comes out of nowhere and wins the title. First of all, what do we think of Tori and Nikki Cross talking to each other? First of all, like the main thing I noticed was the height uh, difference. Because wow, Tori Wilson is a tall legend. Like, because like you also have to take into account she's not only like very tall; she's like five foot nine, I believe. You also have to take into account she was probably wearing heels. Yeah, she was so, probably heels. <laughs> so. Add like another five inches or something to her height, exactly. and then she. That was that was pretty much it, and then she ran away. You know, her and Nikki, grabbing Archie by the arm. She really what did. We, what do we think of this treatment of the divas, who returned? Disappointing, but knowing WWE, I kind of saw this coming. I didn't want to hype myself really up because I was like, "We are, it's there's no way we're gonna get like a match or like longer than like ten seconds per legend." And guess what? We were right. But like, um, if I were to say though, I was really disappointed to not see Eve. I don't think Eve has ever returned to anything WWE lately. It's been an evolution, like the pre-show, but that's pretty much it. I mean, I mean, oh yeah, but like in like in like a raw, like she's never been in any effect of these deals. So like, um, I was a bit disappointed, but I'm really happy to see um Melina back and Alicia Fox the most, just because those are two names that I honestly didn't expect to be in Legends Night, just because WWE. I don't know why, but they really they don't, they have a tendency to not invite them. Like why, <laughs> why? Like, make it make sense. But yeah, that's all I have to say. And for the record, Alicia Fox is a legend. Is a legend. If any of you disagree, please. Um, thank, you for the 15, <laughs> thank you for the 15 minutes. That's already counted as a stream. We'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll take it. Um, you don't need to be a Patreon, but thanks for the numbers. But that's with true. that said, um, I guess we can just hope that these girlies are going to be safe for the Rumble, where we actually get to see the things that they do. We never know. I don't want to hype myself up, but I'm I'm really hoping for at least like four or five spots because I feel like they're just gonna overflow it with NXT talent once again. Possible, possible. But well, I won't be mad. I won't be mad. Either, I, won't be mad. Sure. I would like it way more than NXT talent. Not that I don't like NXT talent, but legends are definitely something else. But with that said, um, moving on to the matches of the night, which were pretty questionable we got charlotte flair and oscar the women champions which by the way they're called the queens of tomorrow there we go the queens of tomorrow taking on the team of peyton royce and lacey evans you know what girl you start us off what do you think 
I'll give it to them. I like the name of the team. Here. Like, I'll be honest with you. I actually really like the name of the team. Oh, you know, Ric Flair was there too. Um, oh, yeah. you know, at you know, at first I was like, why is this match happening again? Like, are they just gonna make um like lazy tap this time because Peyton tapped last time? But you know, it was a pretty okay match. I wouldn't like um, it's definitely not one of Raw's best matches for sure, but like I hate, I really hate how Oscar has been really been overshadowed, even though she's the Raw Women's Champion right now. Um, and like I was, I was trying to find out why Lacey Evans was trying to flirt, was flirting with Big Flair, but guess what? It worked out in their favor. One, two, three. Peyton and Lacey got the win. Perhaps Peyton and Lacey like tag team shot next, Maybe. but. I honestly don't know where this is going. And to be honest, like the only thing I can think of was because I saw like a tweet as I was watching it. I saw a tweet which was like, and when Charlotte and Lacey recreate the John Marie and Tori Wilson storyline, I was like, <gasps> I would like to see it. I would like to see it. I want to see, I want to see the few. Not I don't. Rick, I don't want Rick to die, but I want a re. I want a reenactment of the funeral scene. <laughs> that was so iconic. We need, we need to see it again. But well, it's still. For, oh, that's that? all I have to say. No, all I, it's the way. Wait, did Tori Wilson's dad really die? I really don't know. No, no, no. He didn't. He didn't die there. But he, he didn't die there. Only before Tori got inducted. That's what I remember. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fortunate. Yeah, because I was like, can you just imagine, like, have an actual dead oh, person girl. there? <laughs> no, ma'am. No, not Allie. <laughs> Allie from Impact. Oh, she said, let, no. me, let me die and then let me move to AEW. Period. No, not who's Allie? I only know the bunny. The bunny, the bunny, yeah. But first of all, I think my main question was, like, why was Rick, why did Rick Flair, like, you know, hook Charlotte's leg? Like, I mm-hmm. was. Thinking, I get that Lacey would be, you know, trying trying to be like flirtatious with Rick yes. as a way to tease with Charlotte, considering that they do have history as like you know, they do. They're like teacup sisters. Cups, you know, Becky, you know, Charlotte needed needed a new tea friend, but it really, I was really like really confused, like why why Rick like hooked Charlotte's leg, and then you know, obviously Charlotte got mad, which by the way was great for her i think because it showcased like you know she's her own woman and i i just know that she gets so much hate for being charlotte i mean charlotte's daughter um rick flair's daughter everything you get charlotte's daughter daughter, not that but you know i think this is her her subtle way of saying like i'm my own woman i don't need my dad you know i respect (laughs) him I just but, remember know, like the 2016, like when she was like, I don't need you anymore. <laughs> tone. But, yeah. but yeah, I just don't know where this is going. Is Ric Flair still gonna be involved? Was was that just for Legends Night? Because I don't think it's just for Legends Night because we need some sort of closure. And you know? like Lacey Evans that- has been playing off of it. True, like on Twitter. Exactly. Yeah, and I know Ric Flair was also on Raw Talk. With Charlotte, I haven't watched it yet. So that's Same. interesting. So maybe he'll stay a bit, but I don't know what he's gonna do. I don't know what he's gonna do. Is he gonna also side I have no idea. Also, side note, um, we all saw that um natural selection saw by Peyton Royce. You know what? But at it's this called, point, it's called bow down. 
for a reason. You know what? Some people botch, and you know what? Every now and as then. much as much as like I I would like I usually shit on it, but like at the same time, I'm not a wrestler. I have no idea how that works. So um, all I'm I gonna say is there were better days. <laughs> there were better days. I think Peyton was sort of like, you know, not in the right mindset of like what was happening. Like maybe she forgot that after taking the codebreaker Mosca, um Charlotte was gonna go in for a natural natural That's selection. True. It's a pretty fast tag team finisher. Like it's pretty fast, you know. So maybe when Charlotte did her, did her flip, Peyton was like, "What happened?" And she was like, "Oh yeah, natural selection. Let me bow down to the." Queen. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I watched that live. Um, I not gonna lie, I, I cracked up. No offense, but you know, it it was it was it, you know, people. It happens. It, it happens. You know, every once in a while, we we need things like these to happen because at least we know that there's room for improvement, and. Peyton took the pin. I mean, she 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 pinned Charlotte. Like, girl, that's already saying what they have in store for Peyton because she pinned Bailey and Charlotte, and now she's pinning Charlotte. Sasha is next. Sasha, Sasha is next. Becky, Rue, Rue, not RuPaul. No, not RuPaul. Rue, Rue. But yeah, I just hope that this is a sign for a future tag team title match. Maybe at the Rumble. I don't know what their plans are for the Rumble, considering that the two Rumbles take up so much time already. So it really does. I guess we'll. Just I know see. it's. I know it's like really weird for. I know it's like pretty weird. I I saw that a lot of people found weird that that um, Lacey and Peyton are getting a shot before the Riot Squad, and I'm going to be like, oh my god, it's absolutely right. But at this point. A Riot Squad tag team title match is inevitable. So, yeah. TBH. Yeah, yeah. Well, with that said, um, moving on to the final match of the night, we got supposedly Shayna Baszler versus Mandy Rose. Um, but we all know what happened. She came out, Shayna came out during her entrance and choked the shit out of her. And Miss Jillian Hall came out of the <laughs> Is that you won't lie? She really that, did. I don't know that 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 clothing. But she 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 was just like, bitch, I'm taking her spot. She really did. For a really quick match, by the way. It was pretty much like 30 seconds. You know? It was like 40 seconds, I'm pretty sure. Below a minute, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really don't know what this was supposed to be. Maybe it's just like some sort of mid-card rivalry for the meantime, because I think the tag titles are the main storyline right now, because obviously the, the actual Raw Women's Championship is in Mexico right now, but... <laughs> <laughs> it was a really quick... You're sure there, too. I lied. Too, but you know what? Dana beat Shayna. Surprisingly, I did not expect that. Granted, clean. That it was clean, but you know she kept choking her after the match ended, and they delivered like a double flapjack, and that was pretty much it. Like they had a quick stare down, and Mandy and Dana on top. Um, just a question: Where's Nia Jax? Exactly. Where's Nia Jax? What's going on? Um, maybe this was just some way to push the rivalry a bit more but mm-hmm. know, the, the time that they were given was just so short it was it was weird to me what do you think 
I mean, I do understand why this rivalry is happening in the first place because, you know, the whole Shayna injured Mandy thing. But, like, the thing is, there's really not a lot of, like, things to pick off if it's going to be a 1v2. And, like, furthermore, this feels so irrelevant. I'm the, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm being too shady here. But, like, this is clearly being overshadowed. Okay, or maybe irrelevant to, like, too of a harsh of a word. It's over, This rivalry is being overshadowed by the rumble. So, like, everyone's just, like, looking forward to the rumble. And we're just like, why is this happening again? Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but that's what I'm feeling right now. But I'll, I'll give it this. Dana Brooke beating Mandy was a 100% surprise to everyone. Like, I, I was here for it, though. And a second side note was Mandy Harose's new gear. Like, girl, that was, like, that was such a big glow up over, like, the blue one that she had on or something. Mm. That one, or, like, that the SummerSlam one. SummerSlam one. That one had to go. <laughs> that was pretty much it. You know, that was pretty much it for Legends Night. Um, I am actually surprised why week after week Raw starts to give SmackDown amount of material considering they have more time, which is why mm-hmm. I give SmackDown a new way to have like you know less segments. But this is interesting because it's the way it's been happening for weeks. It is true. It's the way AEW is low-key outselling Raw. I'm not joking. Yeah, quality. I'm going to say quality and even quantity right now. Like, like granted that um, they only get, like, one match a week. They actually have, like, multiple storylines going on that make sense. So, you know what? If you, if you were to ask me right now, NXT, then SmackDown, AEW, then Raw. So, pops to AEW. You moved up a rank. Climbing, climbing the ranks. Who knows? You gotta give her props, but That's yeah, true. that was that was the first Raw of 2021. Hopefully, this isn't how 2021 goes. I don't know about that. We've we all seen what happened in the last few days. I can't believe, I can't believe a WWE Hall of Famer would cost all of us. Don't even. But. With that said, um, if anything else, I guess let's move on to your favorite and mine. Oh my God. I sounded like Reba there, like there, but our the favorite NXT. NXT. Evil. The so. roar of the crowd. <laughs> and we are back to NXT. And you know what? NXT, it it was amazing. Like there's no other words to say it. Like US, UK, it was just amazing. US Evil and like and all. And I was just informed that I have to kind of speed run this a little bit. So let's just all get right, to it. All right, all right. Um, um, for those in Patreon, y'all will get to see it. Uh, but like, there's gonna be like a pause. There's gonna be a very long pause because, like, um, like my mom was informing me some things over there. But without further ado, here are the things what happened in NXT. First and foremost, the oh, we first before before the matches, we got a little video of Mercedes Martinez oh, yeah. basically saying, "Hey, you, hey, you, hey, I'm gonna come to, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you." Like, that was pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Absolutely, Mercedes Martinez. Like, no surprise there. And up next, I, I personally want to go first here. I'm sorry to this oh, man. Okay. 
but we are going to be talking about the day the re-debut of Zaya Lee, who was rocking the traditional Chinese gear over there. Like I'm not exactly sure what it's called, but it was amazing. And Boa, who also looked amazing in the suit. Amazing. He looked, they both looked amazing. And a mysterious woman, which you know what? Some people are saying it's Karen Q, some saying I don't it's know. like it's Sister Abigail. I lied. It's Abigail. reckoning. 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 Exactly. No, but um, overall, it was pretty. Us. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, but onto the match itself, she went up against the debuting Katrina Cortez, and Katrina Cortez, she did amazing in the. She was, she was amazing. I really love, I love Luchadora so much, just because Luchadoras have been given little to no attention in WWE, so it was good to see another Luchadora. Um, I believe only the second one signed to WWE after Catalina, and you know this match was just pretty amazing. Like we all saw the hard hitting style of of Zaya Lee and like that trouble that modified troubles in paradise. Because like if you notice the trouble in paradise, like it only hits Kofi only uses like his foot to hit, but like this it's the full on knee, bitch. Like she really said knee to the face. She said I'm and great. the sound. The sound and the way that Katrina sold it as well, it really just nice. made the move look so devastating. And I just can't wait for more Zayali and it Boa. Was just like, it was just so powerful. Like, bam. And Ka- Katrina made her look really great. And, you know, mm-hmm. the match itself, Zayali dominating, something that we would we were waiting so long to see. But, yeah, I'm just glad that she's reinventing herself. She's got her hair braided up. New gear. Love mm-hmm. the gear. Um, and after the match, she disappeared into the smoke. So that was great to see. I'm actually so wondering, excited. though. I'm actually wondering, is Boa going to be a wrestler or is he just going to be a manager? Considering that he was wearing a suit. Well, maybe next week. It'll be the that's, other way around. That's true. But on to the next match. Troy, I'm going to give the floor to yours on this one. Because it's your fave, Ms. Raquel Gonzalez, going up against... This is my brutality. That's something out of Joy Mayberry's playbook over there. Rhea Ripley. So last woman standing match for y'all who didn't know. But Troy, I'm going to give you the floor. I know I can just tell from like the look on your face that you love this match. So go right ahead. All right. So first things first. Um, This whole build up to the match, it was perfect. Or it was perfect. They had their rivalry. They had their... Um, history in there. They also had a great video package which was uploaded they last did. week. Perfect. So it was just a perfect build-up. So maybe people were like thinking, is the build-up going to be equal to the match? And girl, the match itself it surpassed the build because this match was just crazy as shit. Like, I feel this. Like, this is definitely better than their first encounter which is such mm-hmm. an amazing an amazing match so the way that they surpassed it even more it just makes me so excited to like see what's gonna happen next but more on that later but for now um on the match itself like wow it had lots of amazing spots like the announce table breaking um what else the of course we all saw the ddt on the stairs during commercial <laughs> break or was it after I don't remember, but it was. I was on the, the network, so I didn't see it. Let me. <laughs> so 
what else? What else? Um, the whole locker, the whole locker situation with Dakota Kai. <laughs> I am so, so claustrophobic, so I was just like, <sighs> I don't know how she. She's a skinny legend, you know. Dakota is a skinny is. legend, and really Dakota Kai is super hot. Can I just say, it? like, oh my gosh, she looks so hot there. She oh, looks amazing. Uh, Rhea Ripley swanton bomb. After she said suck it, like wow. That was was that a swanton bomb or a somersault? Or maybe it's just the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> Either one of the two, but you know, a front flip. There we go. There um, we go. Let's so, just say that. Like, single-handed power bomb right through the stage. Girl. That was crazy. And the fact that Raquel could even stand after that. Mm-hmm. I'm clapping. And rightfully so that Raquel won this match. If Rhea won this match, honestly, it wouldn't make any sense. Because Raquel would bargain. If she lost Last Woman Standing, it just wouldn't make sense. Because War Games is higher than Last Woman Standing. So, rightfully so. And props to Raquel. And Rhea, I've seen reports that you're leaving NXT soon. So, wish you the best wherever you may go. But she she's a star. She'll get her. That's way. true. I really hope. Um, I'm super happy that Raquel finally got the win over Rhea Ripley. That's gonna say something a lot now that Rhea is reportedly heading to Raw, which I'm actually pretty yeah. excited for because Raw has been pretty dull. Let's be real, <laughs> Raw has been pretty dull. So I'm actually ha- really happy that Rhea is gonna go to Raw. Um, if ever that's true. But when it comes to the match, there's one spot that you haven't mentioned. It was when Miss Rhea Ripley got hit i mean like miss raquel put rhea ripley through the freaking bell to the freaking bell and it, and it had a sound like a ding. i was like oh my god i was like wait and wow. even the led board it was it was just like such an amazing five-star match a great way to start the women's division for nxt and you know what rhea ripley has had in the last few months now she's had um a cage match She's had um, that match with Io, which it wasn't a stipulation match, but she did go through a table. So, <laughs> and then she had the last woman standing match and the war games. You gotta give this woman some props, and this is just a proper send off towards the main roster. Although personally, I'd rather see her. I'm hoping she gets saved for the rumble, <laughs> and then like she gets used after that. So that's all I really have to say. I actually want to bring up the handcuff situation too, because that was oh crazy. that's true. Raquel just ripped the handcuff off. That was so like, amazing. Thingy where you know the fans are like separated and like it just broke off. Like wow, she's a fucking glamazon. Beth Phoenix, I found I found your counterpart. Oh. <laughs> the glamazon and up next. So the way was just the way, aka Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, Austin Theory, Indy Hartwell. They were just basically saying like, yeah. Um, Johnny Gargano's curse is over, you know, because like that was his first um, singles championship defense successfully. Sasha, fa- Sasha stands. We all know how that feels. Yeah, <laughs> we all know how that feels. So I'm like, we're, we're giving him props. You gotta give our Hall of Famer some props. The very first Hall of Famer some props. Um, but you know what there was an impromptu match made by I didn't even know he was the host not gonna lie sorry I just knew Um, he was drawing I didn't know he was the host (laughs) he was we had an impromptu match by Dexter Loomis so it was um, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae going up against Kushida and Kushida and Shotzi Blackheart and uh, I'm not gonna Kushida 
<sighs> she went to the... No, but to be honest, like, I'm not gonna lie. Not gonna lie, though. I don't remember much of this match. So, yeah, try yeah. You take the lead. I think it's because this was really impromptu. Because I remember um, mm-hmm. Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy... Timothy Thatch- Thatcher were supposed to have a match, but I think Timothy Thatcher was injured, so they needed yeah, something he was. to fill in. And I think this was the one, like this was the one that they put in. And Johnny and Candice wrestled in their casual civilian attire, mm-hmm. so I'm totally fine with them not pulling like crazy ass moves. You know, I think the highlight would probably be Shotzi's suicide dive because obviously that was crazy. That was Lita, Sasha. I'm missing someone. Ember Moon level for sure, but <gasps> where's Ember? Anyways, go on. He's been gone for so, like weeks, but yeah, you know the finish of the match was the men. So let me look to the side. But I'm Same. glad that they're not like forgetting about Candice and Shotzi because war games happened. We we need some sort of fallout. Okay. Okay. Yeah, for, like, I really don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really don't think now that um. Candice and Shotzi are gonna. I feel like they're gonna have like one more match, and more. I feel like they're gonna resolve it in the next that we're gonna talk about, which they actually announced. I'm not exactly sure when. Oh they actually announced that there is gonna be a female Dusty Rhodes tag team classic. I am. I swear to God, if this doesn't result to a women's tag team championship match, I am gonna it sue. It has, but. To. But let's count down like our teams in NXT. So we have um, Indy and Sh- um, The Way, of course, Candice and Indy. We got Raquel and Dakota, um, Casey and Kaden. That's already three. The MMA Horsewomen, so that's four. They need eight. Um, oh, they need Zaya eight. and the Mystery Woman. Maybe. And I think that's, I'm pretty sure that's it, if I'm not mistaken. We did get so a have- tease of Aliyah and Kavita Devi, so. She Maybe. did. Oh my god. I was about to bring up like what if we have Ali Kavita Devi in this? I really want to see her as well. Um, like I was talking about um what you call this? Uh Luchador wrestlers. I wanna see Catalina and Kat- Katrina Perez team up. Like granted that I don't think they're gonna make it far to the tournament, but they would serve. Yeah, at least they're like put out there. But oh my gosh, women's Dusty Roads classic. This is you know what this whole pandemic era was really the moment for like women's tag team tournaments wasn't it like girl it like, really it started was. with use deadly draw all of that um it wasn't the best start but you know we got impact which is coming to a culmination which we will review on our patreon <laughs> yeah now we have the dusty classic like girl you know what beth phoenix she's gonna get off the announcer's table pull out natty and they're gonna win <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who else they're gonna get. Like, I think we're missing two or three more teams that we don't know. I yet. think I have a gut feeling that like Ember and Tony Storm will get someone from the performance center, but I don't see them win. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Who who do you think is gonna win? By the looks of it, the way just because. I, I, you know, I kind of, I kind of have given up. I really thought they were gonna give Candice Lurie the NXT Women's Championship, yeah. but it really doesn't. As of right now, doesn't really look like it. So give her the tag team championship and with Indy. So, yeah, that's all I really have to say. Well, for me, I wouldn't be mad if Candice and Indy won, but I want someone unexpected. Because you know, like we- for me, 
because for me the only other option would be Dakota and Raquel but I know Raquel is going to go after the women's yeah. championship so mm-hmm. I don't see that happening anytime soon but without further ado we're traveling to the UK where we're going to talk about the NXT UK but first match over here was one of my I actually just watched it a couple of hours ago it was Ginny versus Piper Niven and this is classic WWE wrestling what I mean by that is it wasn't spotty like there was there were only there were a couple of big spots but it was really the storytelling that brought this thing like you know it's good if they made us if they gave us two weeks with nothing and they made this Match. I know, I know that is something. Literally, like it's something impressive. And you know, Ginny and Piper Niven did not disappoint at all. And um, God, I I don't even remember his name anymore. It's like something, it's like Johnny Carson or something or something like that. I don't remember either. But that was a surprise. I'm, no one. Expected. All I'm gonna say is Somalier. <laughs> His Jenny Somalier walked out. I lied, but and she got a roll up victory over Piper. So she is now Piper. I mean Piper, not Piper. Um, she's now the number one contender to the NXT UK Women's Championship. And all I can really say is, well deserved. But my big problem is Jenny and Carmella are two of very similar archetypes. So I'm a bit worried that there's a little clashing over there. If they're both gonna have like bodyguards of some sorts yeah i didn't expect that guy to come out either i thought he was gonna he i thought he was gonna bring like luggages again <laughs> and then me was that the same guy was that the same guy i was like why is there a guy out here again like where's the luggage suite and then nina samuels is gonna come out of nowhere and say Ginny, i told you only brookside can carry my bag <laughs> couture's but by the way, we haven't got closure to that rivalry yet, so maybe maybe soon. next week. But yeah, Ginny, well deserved. You know, as you said, it wasn't a spotty match. Um, both of them got to showcase their stuff, considering Piper Niven has lost to Kaylee like twice. So mm-hmm. this is still pretty good for her. Um, it was a roll of victory, so she didn't look too weak. Um, no, 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 no. Ginny winning, girl. Sweetie, if you're listening to this right now, take the title. Now, I love you, Kaylee Ray, but Jimmy's the number one contender. It's over, it's over, sweetie. But up next, we got two very short segments that we're actually just gonna merge into one. So, first up, we got an Eva Valkyrie segment where she basically said, I am gonna fly on my own wings, I don't trust the branches, something like that. Somewhere Very along true. those lines. To be completely honest, I am not exactly sure what that means. But you know what? Piper Niven doesn't have any sense of direction. But I would like to see Aoife versus Piper. I so, agree. And then Zach's one. Kaylee basically said like, hey, Ginny, hey. Yeah, I'm still going to win. It's literally all yeah, she said. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, they're sort so of that building action. Mm-hmm. I'm so ready. So, sorry if that NXT was a bit rushed. I just have to leave. First, for those of you who don't know, we record Raw and NXT until NXT UK the day before SmackDown airs. So, we have less to review um, afterwards. But do you have any final comments, Troy, on NXT and NXT UK? NXT and NXT UK started the year well for us. Um, I mm-hmm. pretend Raw did not happen. But I'm just so thankful that the women's division of NXT came through, bitch. This it was really a great did. And it if- really did. NXT's women's division 2021 is anything like this? Trust. They are Give it winning, to me now. They are winning the fan awards again every year. 
They're gonna win it every year. Without further ado, let's just move on to SmackDown. So closing this week off with WWE, we have SmackDown. NXT. And, I lied. Uh, well, SmackDown <laughs> came through with the segments. Segment mania. Segment mania. It, it was really segment was. mania. You know, they had to, you know, give time to the men's gauntlet match. So we all know what happened with the men's gauntlet match. Apparently, Adam Pierce is competing for the Universal Championship. So that's interesting. Stephanie come through, but starting things off, we got. I have a question for you, Troy. Wait, I have a question. Have you been in a gauntlet match? Can I just say that was like the most confusing scene in total business ever? Like, I did not know why Maurice was so pressed. Like, my theory is that she was like, What do you mean? I lived in the Divas era. We never got that. That's that's how I took her anger. But, like, aside from that, it was like, What what happened? <laughs> that was, I don't know why, but Nia Jax just gets like, um, caught in this weird situation of Total Divas. Like, remember that one time where she just called Carmella, like, Carmella. fake and genuine, like, for no absolute reason. So, like, I just don't, I just don't, I just think you're fake. And I'm like, oh. And then Tamina was there. She was like, how dare you? How dare you, babe? Hey, Naya! But anyways, on to the... On to the show itself. <laughs> we open things up with a segment featuring Sonya Deville, who is now the assistant to Adam Pierce. Interesting. This is super interesting. I think I see why. I see now why. Looks like Adam Pierce is going to be busy with Roman Reigns or whatever. So, so I'm not in mad. Some way, is she like the GM? Because Adam Pierce is going to be in the ring. Yes. Like, that's what is. I'm not mad about it. In a way. It. Oh my God. So, does that mean we get to see Sonya in Raw? Oh my God. Manifesting Wait. a Sonya and Mandy interaction before the Rumble. I would definitely get, get it for the Rumble, but oh my god, thinking about it, why do why do I feel like Sonya has a weird chance of entering at like twenty seven? Like, yeah, I feel like I feel like she's gonna. I feel like this is just like a thing for her to do because they don't want her to be in the ring immediately. And I'm really hoping it's not permanent because I'm as much as I'm really intrigued by the storyline, and I believe the last woman to have like some sort of like um power, quote unquote, in WWE was Paige, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. yeah, and I'm just and I just hope this is. I'm hoping this is a bit. Um, I'm just hoping this is not permanent, and I don't know why, but I I have a gut feeling that they're gonna change her theme song. <laughs> but, but you know on, to the more, on to the more important part, now that with Sonya's back and looks like they're going to put it off in the ring, I can definitely see WWE doing a Sonya versus Mandy to win Mania, and I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't mind it, because, you know, it's not like it's Sasha Banks versus Bailey, which we've seen a whole lot of times. You know, this is and only their second, third time, right, in the ring, if ever. Mm-hmm. And that's got, and that's gonna be the hair versus hair match or something if it's so up for it. So who oh knows? God, the Molly Victoria tease. <sighs> and when Molly Holly gets in that, that exact that that year as well. 
Molly oh Holly God, for Hall of Fame, guys. Molly Holly for Hall of Fame, for sure. But in terms of theme song, not gonna lie, considering Def Rebel's specialty is rock and roll, I have high hopes for what they're gonna give Sony. Okay, what if they like, give... What if they give something like Nikki Cross? Cut the camera, bitch. <laughs> like, some generic pop song. Cut the cameras. Do not even. Like, a woman in a business suit looking that hot in a pop song. Girl. Speaking of pop songs, we're going to be having a special episode soon <laughs> on entrance music. Next? Oh, uh, yeah. Wait. I'm like, huh? I was like, girl, yeah, <laughs> I suggested this. You should. This I suggested so, it. Yeah. Stay tuned. It's coming it's out on Wednesday. But it's not. It's coming out soon. Very but, soon, guys. And from that, Tonya Deville, girl, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad she was able to, like, sort things out with the whole intruder situation. You know, it's been mm-hmm. how long? Like, like, like six months. months. Like, yeah, like half a year because SummerSlam. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad that she's back. But moving on, we got a segment from Bailey and the EST, Bianca Belair. And it's confirmed both of them are declaring for the Women's Royal Rumble. So I believe so far we have Bailey, Bianca. Charlotte, Naya, and Shane confirmed. Shayna's not even like Shayna's not even confirmed, but but she teased it. Like we know she's confirmed. So what do you think? It was short, it was sweet. Any other comments? All I really gotta say for this one is Bailey and Bianca just have such great chemistry with each other, especially that it's a very fresh rivalry. And, you know, Bianca, I really, the, the thing that I love about Bianca the most is she matches her lipstick with her gear or whatever what she was wearing. Mm-hmm. And that purple lipstick or with that purple dress was just amazing. So that's all I really got to say. But honestly, I want to, like, like with the men, they had like a gauntlet match, which is in a way similar to something like the Royal Rumble with, like, the entrance and all. So I want to see something similar. But my main question now is, um, looks like SmackDown. Never mind. Ross not going to defend their title again in the Rumble. <laughs> so, yeah, moving on. <sighs> all right. Well, with that said, best of luck to Bianca and Bailey. Um, I did see some theories made by our lovely friend Tom saying that Bailey versus Bianca needs to happen before the Rumble with the loser going in at number one. Um, if that does happen, which we can dream, um, I think it has to go to Bailey because Bianca came out number two last year. So, mm-hmm. just to keep things balanced. But and I don't think Bailey, considering the fact that Bailey wasn't in last year's Rumble, I okay, I, I'm not gonna be rude here, but I don't particularly remember anything from the Rumble from Bailey. Like, I'm, I'm being honest. Like, no, like, I'm not trying to feel shame. I know she was in the first and the second one, but I don't remember like those big spots, like with her. And I think now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the one thing I can like think of is like, oh, she took the stratosphere from Trish Stratus, but that's not necessarily. But yeah, like besides that, had the face mm-hmm. off. Yeah. So like, I, I so like you know, um, if we get more Bailey moments, like, go right ahead. Imagine Bailey interacting with the women of NXT. I want to see in the future Bailey coming out in the Rumble twice. One as her heel and one as her side ponytail character. That would be interesting. I think Royal Rumble 2040 when she's retired. 2040, girl. <laughs> well, but with that said, any final thoughts? 
Now that you mentioned it, three faces of Bailey. Give us another one, Bailey. Oh Let's have a female McFoley. <laughs> female McFoley, for sure. Uh, moving on to our second to the last segment, we got Carmella with Reggie. Um, you know, her typical champagne celebration at the back. Basically, she was throwing shade at Sasha, which makes sense because, you know, she did beat the champion last week. Mm-hmm. Sasha wasn't on the show. Yeah, she had to take a day off, you know. It's only very, it's, you know, for someone who's Sports Illustrated, number one, number one, number one wrestler, uh, be, beating John Moxley and many others. I just saw John Moxley because he was number two. So, so um, girl, you got to give her the day off. Like, she wasn't even off in the new year. So, yeah, give her the day off. Agreed. I don't know. I, I I was just shook because I only realized it now, and I was like, "Oh no, this is her going to Mexico." We've been new. <laughs> right. All of the champions are in Mexico. I know they're they're all like, we don't we don't need to defend her title, Steve. Not today. But what do you think of this segment from Carmella? You know, honestly, like it was a bit typical. There wasn't really much to take out of it. I'm just hoping that this turns into a stipulation match that we should have gotten in TLC. So yeah, say your thoughts. I'm just gonna reconnect a bit. All right, oh. go ahead. Um, for me, this just goes to show that Carmella and Sasha rivalry isn't gonna end anytime soon, which maybe some of us saw ending after TLC. But I'm glad that they're still holding it up until the um, Royal Rumble event. Um, what else? What else do I have to say? Um, I'm not sure if Sasha's gonna defend her title against Carmella. On at the Royal Rumble, but I will say if that does happen, Sasha better retain. But I think Carmella, should she challenge Sasha for the title at the Rumble, I think she should definitely still enter the Rumble match, like the Royal Rumble itself. Yeah, because I don't know why, but lately that hasn't been a thing. Mostly because the Women's Rumble has been first, usually first or second match. So they don't have time to include them. So that's a bit unfortunate. Agreed. But with that said, hopefully the Carmella Sasha rivalry just makes it pussy bitch. Like make exactly. <laughs> but make the women's rumble the last one again. Like come on, that, give us another yeah. one. You know what? If they're gonna give us that many legends from Legends Night, assuming that they're all gonna be in the rumble, I think I think we deserve a main event again. Cause girl That's true. I'd love to see it. But with that said, to our final segment of the night, quite interesting if you ask me, the Riot Squad and Billy Kay had this quick backstage interaction where Billy Kay was like, I can be, you know, I can be different. I can be just like you guys. Personally, <laughs> what I think of this whole thing, first of all, Billy Kay, mic work, you already know what I have to say. It's always mm-hmm. the same. Honestly, I know that it's extremely random because, you know, Billy Kay, Femme Fatale, and then the Riot Squad literally, um, you know, juvenile delinquents you know like the odd people per se but like i don't know i think it's because billy k is just such a good mic worker that she can work with like literally like almost anyone like you know i've seen her work with paul Heyman. i've seen her work with kayla braxton you should watch her on the bump by the way that was so entertaining yeah oh my god can you hear the dog by the way i'm a bit like a bit, a bit, a bit. Whatever, okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, but like the fact that she can like have a promo with the Riot Squad, who 
um, who are two of the women who have extremely different gimmicks from her as a femme fatale, you know, it just goes to show that she's really talented. But my thoughts on a potential trio, which is kind of possible at this point, I won't be mad. I don't have any comments yet because we haven't seen it. But should it happen, I would like to see what happens first because you never know. It could be another Shayna and Naya thing. Like, we would, like, think that it's super random. But once we see it on TV, it's going to be the coolest thing ever or something. You know? So I'm tuning in. What about you? Personally, for me, though, I'm not totally against it if they are leading to that route. And maybe at least, like, Billy as a manager for Riot Squad. But, like, I don't know why. But this is giving me so much vibes because, like, I remember... Um, there was like, I remember when Lacey Evans was a bit new to, to the main roster and we were like, what if she rivals with the Riot Squad and she makes them a ladies? So I'm like, what if they do that instead right now, but with Billy Kay? And then the Riot Squad becomes like these totally like classy femme fatales kind of bitches. And like, I know Ru- I know Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan would serve with that. I'm already imagining, imagining Liv Morgan with a dress, Ruby with a suit, Billy with another address as well and they would all serve 100 percent. and you know what it would be a total like it was it would be a very funny shift like it was gonna be complete 180 for the riot squad so i want to see where this goes though so if we if this is what leads them to a women's tag team championship run let it be that's all i gotta say well best of luck to billy k um i hope she doesn't get lost in the shadows you know what best of luck to her in the rumble because her winning i can dream but i would like to see it any final thoughts for smackdown we were segment mania this week no matches at all <laughs> nothing none none, none, none. Hopefully, hopefully next week they get more time <laughs> to like you know compensate for like the time the men got you know, but okay, that but said, all I'm gonna say is we were robbed of seeing Reggie in the gauntlet match. Imagine if Reggie. he was there. So that Carmelo <laughs> would have been ringside at least. Exactly. Literally, literally, no one, literally none of them got to go to ringside. It was legends. They gave us Saudi uh, No, they gave us Saudi Arabia. Like Saudi. like the Saudi Arabia uh-huh. shows. <laughs> I remember I, like, I remember when like Maddie and Alexa were, were like on the flight. But they didn't really wrestle. Like they were just, you know, they were no, the like, only women. No, they were like they were like declined. They were like they, oh, they, they were weren't declined. allowed to. They weren't allowed to. They were like Renee Young's enough. Renee, <laughs> Renee Young's enough. You know, Renee Paquette. She's good enough. Renee Paquette. Yeah. Well, with that said, Friday Night SmackDown is over. Hopefully next week we get more because segments are sweet, but we need wrestling. Okay, sweetie. That's all. Absolutely. So with that said. Let's move on to our special spotlight of the week, which are two very timely women, because we've got some reviews soon, so let's jump right in. And up next, which is our special spotlight, we're going to be talking about two women, as we said earlier. But we are going to, this for the first time ever in special spotlight history, for the second time at first ever, two, two times. Special spotlight. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Havoc and this time her tag team partner, Nevea. And as y'all know, they are currently in the fine they're headed towards the finals of 
the impact knockouts tag team championship and at this point i just i'm just gonna talk about the things i love them as a team for because to be completely honest i know so much about havoc but not a lot about nevea like i've seen her i've seen her work in shimmer and shimmer just shimmer <laughs> i see her work in shimmer and all but besides that i don't see much but you know the thing that i like about them as a team was they're such a very different team like i know exactly. like that's that, that's that's very big but like how many teams have you seen with like singlets on not no not a single like a one piece suit kind of thing yeah. and then, like fishnets and then they're like they're like in the middle of like monster heel and punk rock and i'm 100 here for it like it's just a perfect combination of course they're gonna be talking going up against Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles which we will I will have I have something to say about those two later on okay go on no that's all I had to say that's all I had to say well for me first of all um I did um you know as I said before I know a lot about Havoc you know I've seen her way before like even with like her whole thing with awesome kong you know we talked about that in our special spotlight before but when it comes to nevea i have never heard her name in the wrestling industry ever is she new to wrestling is she a veteran i know she's a bit of a veteran i'm a bit surprised that i have i'm I'm a bit surprised that i haven't heard of her tbh like yeah like what her (laughs) name ring name is like outside of impact is it still nevea I've never really heard of her until Impact. But what I ha- do have to say that her dynamic with Havoc is definitely really interesting. Um, you know, you know, monster giant, you know, that gimmick and you know, um her partner being relatively small, sort of like Nia Jack's Alexa Bliss, but you know, way darker. Oh, that's so true though. It's, it's it's a relatively similar vibe, but you know. As you said, the gear that they have literally matched, which was really great. You know, we usually tag teams don't match. Um, you know, like they color coordinate, but they don't match. Yeah, but you know what? I'm giving them. I'm giving them props. They pulled out two great matches in the knockouts tag team tournament. You know, they beat Tenille and Alicia. Yes, Alicia Edwards. There we go. Alicia was Tenille's. There we go. We were talking about (laughs) Miss Alicia Edwards. Alicia, the House, speaking of, of the House of Edwards, <laughs> Alicia Edwards, the one with the theme song that was used in all three major companies. Oh, no. <laughs> oh you know her theme song, right? The, oh no, yeah. the big fight. It's a thing. That one, <laughs> that's funny. You know what? Girl, she might as well make a tag team with Nikki Cross because they <gasps> have iconic theme songs. But anyways, you know, <laughs> that, that, that was honestly my like the match I enjoyed a bit more because I got to see their tag team finish finisher, which was sort of like a glam slam and an RKO. Wow. That was yes. cool. that was that was really cool. But you know, in their match with Jordan and Jazz, which I expected Jordan and Jazz to go over, but you know what? I, I love the unpredictability. Yeah, I love the unpredictability. And you know, Havoc beat Jazz. She pinned her with a tombstone. Like, wow, that's great. So hopefully only the best for them in the finals. Unfortunately, I don't see them winning the finals. Honestly, but, yeah. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, I guess we'll just see. You know what? We'll review the match sooner or later. So I'm really on Patreon. On Patreon. So on if Patreon. You guys, if you guys want to see that, please pay the one dollar or not pay not pay 
beautiful faces, please donate. There we go. Is that the right term? Is it donate? Subscribe. Girl. <laughs> charity. Subscribe for the three dollars. But without or one or three dollars, honey. By the way, um, side note, we are so. I am genuinely sorry if we have hard sell this Patreon this entire episode. But keep on plugging it. But (laughs) we gotta do what we gotta do. (laughs) Whatever. Anyways, shall shall we have any more thoughts, or shall we just move on to Impact Wrestling? I mean, to Impact Wrestling to AEW. Nothing, sweetie. We have a week to go. Not yet. Not yet. Um, we have like two weeks to go because, like, two weeks. Oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, two weeks. But like, on to the next one. AEW All Elite Wrestling. We're going in for the win. She's not here. Brandy. Brandy is pregnant. <laughs> She's pregnant. No, I love that song though. I love that song, like her team with. Um, I, I like the original. I'm going in, but I honestly really like the Nightmare Sisters version. We're going Nightmare Sisters, Ellie and Brandy. I know, I know. Unfortunately, that was short lived. Just like a lot of tag lot teams of in WWE and AEW <laughs> and AEW but anyways here we are AEW dark first of course and you know it's the good old reliable um typical dark matches but let's just talk about them one by one first up Nyla Rose versus Alex Gracia which frankly beast bomb one two three Vicky Guerrero <laughs> Vicky Guerrero promo, she was like, you're shit. You never learned from the first time. And then she had a table. They had a table spot, which honestly makes me wonder. It's just like, I think rivalry with Shanna and like recreate that match, to be, to be honest. Like, I want to, I want, I would like to see it. Okay. That's all I have to say, really. Because that's literally all that happens. You know what? Since we always talk about the Beast Bomb period, I'm going to talk about Vicky because, you know, I'm still getting used to like how Vicky speaks now, because you know, AEW, what? you guys are allowed to, you know, it's because you know, they're allowed to like, oh, yeah, and all of that. Whereas I'm used to her just, you know, um, over at the WWE, you know, very PG. She never got her chance to like, the meanest thing she it. said was, Excuse me, yeah, that was pretty much it. Well, she did call AJ a bitch, but yeah, everyone uses the word bitch there. But yeah, I'm glad that she's just so. She's a great manager. She's the best manager. She definitely is. Best manager in like maybe in the women, but like overall, she's also pretty damn good. Like she's pretty legendary. You know, she's a Guerrero, so she knows her stuff. I'm a Guerrero. Guerrero. But in terms of this partnership with Nyla, I just want to know where does it go? Um, Maybe a mid card storyline would be useful. It would. Shanna. I, I'm really Shana hoping Sh- like Shanna hasn't gotten anything after traveling to Mexico and going to America. <laughs> I lied. I don't think she traveled to Mexico though. I'm pretty sure they sat somewhere in the Caribbean. So mm. all I gotta say is why at America, why don't y'all just quarantine them in your own damn country? Like I kind of feel bad for the other countries. I don't know. Like, that's just me. I, I, I don't know like, the situation of like quarantine, but that's true, know, though. though. We're on the other side of the world, so. <laughs> Literally. And it's more or less just as bad. 
Well, we'll talk get into that right now. So, but on the but anyways, on to the next match. We're going to be talking about dun 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 and Diamante. One, it's a bop. Both of the theme songs, Ivelisse and Diamante's theme songs, are such bops. Ivelisse and Diamante going up against Kylan King and Tasha Price, which not gonna lie, I'm a bit of a fan of the tag team. Like they have like their dynamics going on. But actually, Troy, go right ahead. I want to hear your thoughts. You know what? Ivelisse and Diamante, you know, they don't really have much going on right now, but at least AEW is like trying to make them seem more memorable. Like they're giving them weekly matches so that we don't forget about them. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they come out with like their whole metal thing, all of that. But oh yeah, that's gone. I, was, I didn't even realize that. You know, like, bro, we we the women don't have a tag team division yet, so I don't I know, know if they're still gonna go for solo. I don't know. Like, I mean, I love them as a team. Don't get me wrong, but I just, yeah, that's true. Once again, I just don't know their motivation for things like i understand that they're climbing the ranks you know that's definitely good especially with the whole ranking system but right now i just don't know what they're going for like are they going to go after sheeta we don't know girl sheeta okay but that's all well actually um first and foremost i want to talk about the match tasha price and kylan kling kylan kling kylan king really surprised me like they actually had like some tag team movements going on they call it coordinated and they seem like a legit tag team let's i'll be honest with you but i guess like for me the main highlight here was definitely usually Monte, of course uh, because that's how how usually how that's usually how dark works Mm -hmm. so um demonte debuting a new um finishing maneuver i I don't know what it's called Um, it's like a submission kind of deal so yeah, that's pretty cool as well. But I have a proposition. So we've been talking about since earlier how Impact Impact is having a tag division, right? And there's like an Impact and AEW talent share. I mm. propose, since I believe Kara Hogan and Tasha Steels are going to win on Hard to Kill, I want the Tasha Steels and Kara Hogan going up against Igles and Diamante. I want that Diamante and Kara Hogan stare down. The battle of the girlfriends. I want this. Wait. I want it. I want it. Oh my god. That would be and then when they make out in the middle of the ring, period love. Period. What the <laughs> what kind of um you know that's something that Vince would do, but no comment. That's true. Oh my god, remember the lesbians in Raw? <laughs> But honestly, I, I like that idea. I like that idea. Like, it's, it's, it's I, I really want to see it. I really want to see it happen. Like, you know, um, like so far, the only people that have really like crossed over was like the Good Brothers and like Kenny Omega. But I have no doubt that it's gonna expand further and further. And hopefully, hopefully, um, they actually give AEW like um a title, title, tag titles to fight for. And yeah, that's honestly all I get, really gotta say. Pretty impressive bout by, by both of these teams, honestly. So going on, shall we move on to the next match? Let's go. Speaking of Shanna, she had a match of her own going up against Vipress, which, to be completely honest, this match was, I don't know, it was pretty dull for me. Like comparing it to all of the other four matches, I didn't really like remember much from it. But all I gotta say is two things. Um, I love Shanna's shirt. Um, I'm not a big fan of Dragon Ball, to be frank, but I appreciate pop culture things when I see it. <laughs> and that was a really cool shirt. And, you know, um, Shanna, 
she's adding things to her arsenal, not just a tag suplex, but she ended it with the with that's a glam slam WWE. Take note, that's a glam slam. Bianca Belair doesn't do a blank a blank slam, a glam slam. That's a bitch clam. So I appreciate that, but maybe I don't know. Maybe Shanna has been doing it for more years, considering the fact that she's been wrestling longer. So maybe. But props to her, Shana is going strong, even though she's almost 40 years old, I believe. So I'm just really hoping though that AEW doesn't waste her waste her last few years on wrestling. That's all I gotta say. Well, for me personally, I give props to Shana, but I looking want to give props to Vipress because I'm really buying like whatever her I like whole her look. I love her I like gimmick, the- not lie. Like the whole but like mm-hmm. going on dark even the hair you know it's really cool i agree though that the match wasn't super out there you know like popping but hopefully in the future you know as you, as i said as we said actually you know nyla shanna we live that maybe we'll get better matches soon maybe we'll finally main event a dynamite or a dark just give <sighs> main event a dark please let it be known Pause. Let it be known. Roche Chanel was one of the first women to co-main event AEW Dark. Where is Roche Chanel? Yo, where is Roche? Like, I really miss maybe, her. Maybe she's having bookings and other promotions because they're, because they're more lenient now, I think. Or maybe she's in Mexico or something. <laughs> she is She is Latina. So... That's yeah. all I have to say. Oh, okay. So on to the last match on Dark. We're going to be talking about Thunder Rosa and Ashley Vox. And I'm actually really happy for Ashley because a wider variety, a wider audience is seeing her now. Congratulations to Ashley. I would have I honestly had it. I, I would have loved it, loved it better if she had a match with Evelyn Sindimonte with Delmi Exo, so she starts with Evelyn Sindimonte, but I'm not exactly mad at this. And you said earlier, Troy, off air, that Miss Thunder Rosa was oh serving god. Selena. So why don't you start us off with this match? Oh my god! Like, okay, first of all, like we all know Thunder Rosa's like typical attire. Like we've seen that in the past. But when she came out, I was like, whoa! Valentina, she said diva, diva. diva. I would have thought that Thunder Rosa was a diva. You know what? Sandra, Sandra Grace, SGO Vintage. Um, I'm going <laughs> to assume, assume that you were the one who made this because I, I, I don't know. I just had I just had a feeling. But like that look served, like even with the bell, is, are those called bell bottoms? I believe they is are. Is it a bell bottom? I don't know what it is. Whatever, whatever Mickey James has on her gear. That's what that's it's called. True, whatever that's called. <laughs> You know, that was cool to see, but she was really paying homage to Selena. Like, she, Selena's the first person that I think of when I see that. Period. Spot on. In terms of the match, you know what? Ashley Vox, I was not surprised at all. She's always been this good. Um, I'm glad that she is on a more mainstream platform now. And the fact that she got to go toe-to-toe with Thunder Rosa, that is something. Um, you know, obviously, Thunder Rosa took the win, which is understandable but at the same time i think ashley vox along with her tag team partner they should probably go to aw if they don't plan on going impact or wherever they want to go you know because we need tag teams we do right now two yes yeah, well literally three, just two red velvet and brandy but we all know we have brandy for brandy. But, we're yeah, going I'm, so in. Proud. I'm proud of her 
same like i'm another thing that i'm really happy about that this wasn't a squash match and this actually got like a good amount of time like it was like eight minutes long like that's actually like really but it's pretty long for a dark match honestly so i'm pretty happy with that but in terms of the match it was pretty neck and neck let's be real and i didn't even know that thunder rose and brit baker are facing next week and oh yeah new year's i forgot what it's called it's evil <laughs> no it's not um i forgot their new year's um thing next week new so year's we're gonna match. get to new year's match or are we gonna get two women's matches on new year's match this is actually revolutionary this has never happened <laughs> this is literally revolutionary like well, we can dream, but maybe our dream might be a reality. So let's not. Hopefully, they don't give us the WrestleMania 2018. So, <laughs> what are do? The era. <laughs> Without further ado, we're going to be talking about the next ma- uh, the next show, Dynamite AEW Dynamite, where. First and foremost, we got a championship match between Abaddon and Hikaru Shida. And I'll be honest with you, I was very looking forward to this match. I'm like, oh my God, AEW is actually giving thought towards a women's championship match. Like this had like weeks of buildup, but I'm going to be honest with you. This wasn't my favorite Shida match. Like I will agree something... With that. Something about it just felt slow to me, which Sheila doesn't benefit from that, but she's a very fast competitor. Granted that Abaddon is fairly new to wrestling. So, um, but at the same time, I really like the gimmicks and all, though, with like the whole like neck biting and all, which is kind of kinky. I like But if you're into that, go right ahead. Let's be real. But you do you. But, um, but you know what? It was pretty solid. But it definitely wasn't my favorite Sheena match. Although I did like the opening, it started off hot, like when okay. Sheena attacking her with Abaddon with a candle stick, and then Abaddon just getting back up. It started really off hot, but like after that, it just like went. Uh, uh, and like yeah, it went. It had a little bit of a pickup, like towards the end, but it just felt underwhelming, if I were to say. Especially because it felt underwhelming to me because I do not see AEW having a rematch for Abaddon at all. So. I'm a bit disappointed. This was Abaddon's perfect moment to shine. And she didn't exactly have that. But hopefully, you know, we get to see more of her. Hopefully she doesn't get written off or anything. So let's just see what happens with that. Thank you. I think my issue with the match was the pacing. Because as you said, it started off relatively like, holy shit, what's going on? Let me pay attention to what's going on. But like afterwards, like it was like pretty average, if you ask me. Like I understand that it's weekly show but this is a women's world championship match like this is a big like, fight you know this got this got outshined by the match last week honestly by the tag match last week mm-hmm. it got outshined it really did you know what well all i have to say is abaddon i understand that this is your first shot at the title um unfortunately i agree that i don't think she's gonna get another shot anytime soon but if she does I wouldn't be mad at all. I wouldn't be mad at it. But for now, I still don't know who's gonna take the title off of Sheeta, which I know is relatively like bad that I'm waiting for Sheeta to lose the title. But at the same time, I'm just looking forward to, you know, higher quality world championship matches. There we go. That's what the I'm thing with the thing with me though. The thing with me with that is like that. Um, I believe, no offense to Shida, but I believe once we have a new champion every time, we have a new 
like we have a clean slate again like we all go back to zero but like the thing is though Shida's reign has been pretty underwhelming when it comes to the storylines and I think hopefully whoever next of the next champion will be AEW Brit will Baker. actually give some. Yeah, I really hope it's Britt Baker though, or Thunder Rosa. Or Thunder. But I don't know. Maybe not Thunder Rosa because she's not even signed like full time. So Britt Baker? So, maybe. Or, maybe. or Anna J. I honestly want to see Anna J. I, I would love to see Anna J take the championship. Or wait, wait. <laughs> Yes. No, wait, I'm actually thinking yeah. about it. What if they're actually just waiting for a Reho versus Sheeta? Riho, girl, you better go home now. Cause <laughs> <gasps> why? She's been waiting. Wait, by home, I meant like AEW. So AEW. Like she's in Japan. What if we have a triple threat with Riho, Sakura, and Sheena? The reuniting of the of ice wrestling class of whatever. And then so, Crystal Davies. Crystal Davies. Yes, Crystal. And then does the Queen's cut. <laughs> You know, it's the, the queen's, queen's guilty. guilty. Not the queen's cut. Oh my god! <laughs> and then pins all of them. Oh my god! Legend status, but yeah. Um, but but after do um, that is our first and only match of Dynamite. But we actually got a little something something. So you know, I was a bit. I'm a bit. Sh- I'm a bit scared because they didn't. An- you know how Dynamite usually announces their match for next week. They didn't say Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. But they did say a match that, you know what, I'm honestly here for. Serena Deeb is coming back. And you know what, every time Serena Deeb has a match, I just know AEW will give her some time. And who is she facing? Freaking Ty freaking Conti. Ty fucking Conti. And I am 100% excited. They are both submission specialists. So I really want to see how they locked up and all. And it's going to be very interesting. And Ty Conti had a little bit of of a few words. She was with the Dark Order, which I was a bit like, so that she joined the Dark Order. And she was like, I'm going to have, she was like, I'm going to have Anna by my side in the Dark Order. And I'm like, Okay, but did you join the Dark Order? You don't join the Dark (laughs) Order unless you have a number. What's your number? Like, is it like number like 6666 or something? I don't know. Like, give us a number. (laughs) Give us a number. So that's all I really got to say. You know what? Ty Conti and Serena Deeb, Mayon Classic alumni. Yeah. Consider. WWE um, alumni. WWE alumni. Oh, they're, TNA. they're TNA era. Oh my God. AEW's TNA era. Oh my gosh. Not that. <laughs> um, honestly, Serena Deeb is a legend. She I is. Never a legend in WWE. But anyways, aside from that, Ty Conti, sweetie, you better... Mm, if you don't sign that contract, I'm gonna pull up, get that contract. I'm gonna sign your name for you, see? Because if she doesn't sign at this point, it just wouldn't make sense. You know, That's especially true. with Anna being on her side. The tag team match last week, Dark Order accompanying her to the ring next week. Girl, as if she better sign it. But I'm just looking forward to this match so much. Exactly. This might be a, you know, we had a great start to the year with the. You know, Anna J. Ty Conti versus Britt. That and was that wasn't twenty twenty. Oh, was it? Well, <laughs> anyway, um, I feel like whatever the Abaddon and Sheeta match lacked, no offense, whatever it lacked, I feel like we're gonna see. That's true. Gonna, they're gonna redeem themselves next week with Ty Conti and Serena, and I can just imagine like the counters that they have, the arm bars, the flips, the turns, whatever. I don't know. 
I am just looking forward to it. It's probably the match that I'm looking forward to the most next week. Like, out of all of the shows. That's how in- intrigued I am. I'm just very excited because this is Ty's first women's championship match on television. And Misery, can we talk about how Misery Deeb's one and only match in WWE was up against Kelly Collection. So, you know, I love me. I love me some Serena Deeb. And I love me some Ty Conti. And Ty Conti, I believe, has yet to really have like a really, like maybe like last week was a really good match for her, but I want to see it one on one, girl. Like, it's about time. It's about time. Like, she hasn't, like, <laughs> it's about time. And honestly, she it's hasn't, about- like, disappointed us yet. Like, every time she we has- see her in a ring, like, we're always, we always have good comments. So, I'd like to see it. So, sure, let's just see what happens next week. But without further ado, that is the end of our episode, which is actually pretty short this week. Surprisingly. I know. Pretty weird. Let us cut the audio later, child. <laughs> not me saying it on air, but okay. But you know what? Any special announcements before we sign off? None more, but we do have a special episode, as I said earlier. But you know what? I say it all the time, but well, wait for it on Wednesday. It's out Wednesday. So stay tuned. That's true. It's going to be a very different special episode, but not all I got to say is um, subscribe to our Patreon. Our readings are open. Pray for me as I am one, I, as I am in school now. Oh my gosh, girl. I am praying for you. I when survived you- the first week. Well, hmm? congrats. When do your college like results come out? I actually don't know. I know like the one, one school, um, Atenea, that's going to come out in like February, so I'm just like, Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like Tiffany and the Cyber Sunday <laughs> Battle Royal. <laughs> Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. But hi, I'm Sister Tiffany. But <laughs> without further ado, if you want to see me gag over Taekwondo with Serena Deeb or gag over one division, yes, I am counting down the days till one, one division, guys. Like you don't even understand. Like outside of like my Twitter account, like my after outside of my wrestling Twitter account. I am a very big Marvel fan, Marvel stan, I would say, from the comics to the movies. And I have been counting down to my friends of like, oh, WandaVision and blah, 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 days. So I'm just like, I'm waiting for the 100%. You can follow me at JGPBB or Tire Reading's open, by the way. So yeah, wanted to say and, it again. And if you want to see me unfollow some Trump supporters on my timeline, <gasps> please follow me at Troy PBP. We don't need these people on our timeline. Understand? We need the girlies. So without further ado, thank you guys so much for the Five Bombs Up podcast. Um, we're having a bit too much fun here. So we are. Thank you so much for following for following and listening to the Five Bombs Up podcast. See you next week. Oh, actually, on Wednesday. What am I talking Wednesday. about? Wednesday. Stay tuned.